Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Ollie Skelton Show that everybody rates. It's a bit intimate today. It's a bit intimate today. It's me and you, just me and you. There's a lot to get through, and um, I hope you stick around. Uh, how's your week been? I lost my voice, dude. I lost my voice, and so I'm doing this podcast a little bit late because you can kind of hear it. It's like I got a freaking, it's a bit flammy. It's a bit flammy, it is. Um, <laughs> is this going to be any good? I bloody hope so, man, but it's, um, I actually do a lot of these on the Patreon which we're going to plug, um, patreon.com forward slash Tulsa podcast, 20 members, 20 loyal members. And you know what? They get a follow from the Tulsa pod Instagram. So if you want to be part of that society, it's time you joined up hell of a lot of content. Uh, yeah, but, um, hell of a week. Tani still in England, living her best life. A lot of people have asked me, why am I not there? I'll tell you why I'm not there. I am broke. Don't have a bloody bucket to piss in. So yeah. Um, while she enjoys the beautiful sunny London, which is a rare thing to say, um, I'm here in my voiceover studio doing a podcast. But you know what? I love doing this shit. So uh, let's get stuck in, right? Does anybody, anybody check their notes after a night out and it's them convincing the DJ to play a particular song? Is that just me? And it's always like, um, like there's like another extension to the notes, not just the song. It's like so... <laughs> I said here, you want to, at 12.30 a.m., 12.30 a.m., I said, you want to own the crowd time after time. I don't even particularly like that song, but no. Now it's time for the Ask Me Anything, the Ask Me Anything. I said, hey, what do you got for me? I'll answer it. And you know what? 150 questions, 150 questions. A lot of them personal. I've deleted those. I'm not gonna fucking. I'm not gonna have twenty-two inside jokes that nobody's gonna get except for one person going. <laughs> um, but no, look, a lot of uh, a, lot, a lot to get through. So shall we give it a crack? Bing bong. All right. First up, Megan Dot Creedy. By the way, I want everybody to know that these don't come in anonymous. Um, my friend sent me one anonymously, and I was like, oh man, that's a little bit serious, don't you think? He's like, oh, this is not anonymous. So I can see, man, I can see, and I'm coming for you. I just joked, you were all lovely. Um, when was the last time you cried? The Whale. Oh, my God. The Whale, dude. That was a brutal movie. Holy shit. There were so many. I feel like that is going to be one for year 12 English for years to come. 
because um, it's layered. It's layered. You know, there's the, um, you know, it's addiction. It's gluttony. Um, there's sexuality and uh, there's family. And it's all bloody in the same place because you can't move. It's gripping and it's fucking deep. And I highly recommend it. The Whale, Brendan Fraser. What a comeback. Reese Chappello. That's interesting. How have you adapted from life on a reality TV program back to reality? Hmm. Whenever I hear the words back to reality, I know what we're all thinking. Um, any struggles? Uh, uh, you know what's crazy is I feel like us as humans, like we're incredibly adaptable to situations, which is why I think we stay in shitty relationships and why I think it's why we stay in shitty jobs um, because I think we can just get used to things and it be pleasant. I think the big thing is just like I never feel like i got a second to scratch my, you know, and you kind of feel stretched everywhere. Like I just feel like I've got all these little things on the go and um, especially with this podcast and I know it seems like it's just like a ragamuffin show, but I actually try. I actually put a bit of effort into it. But yeah, no. Uh, one one thing that I love is 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 talking to you guys and meeting you guys out, taking pictures with you. One thing that I really love doing is I love like sending a photo. Like I'll take a photo with someone and then uh, I'll send like a video to their mum or something. I love doing that because. <laughs> Their eyes light up and I'm like, hey, what she do? What she like? And I just riff for, for, for 30 seconds. And, and you know what? Here's my call out. If I'll do that for every Patreon subscriber. Only your mum if you sign up. Tips on how to get over a situationship. That is from, she probably doesn't want me to say, does she? I'm going to call her TA. I think the best way is, um, look, it sounds like it wasn't a situationship for you. And if that's the case, it wasn't ever worth your time. You know, as Drake says, know yourself, know your worth. Sit with it. Feel the pain. Like, where is it? Is it in the back? Like, where's the depression hitting you? Um, if you really sit with it for a bit and really embrace, embrace it, because I feel like our bodies don't want us to feel ill, so we're, they're always trying to, like, save us. But I think the thing is, if you really want to process how you feel, it's so good to just sit with it, even for 10 minutes, because then I feel like it speeds up, like, it's like three days worth of getting over someone because you're not trying to suppress it anymore, you know? How about that? If you were in the School of Rock movie, which one of the kids would you have been? The little boy with sad eyes that hit the solo at the end. He wasn't the main character. That was Jack Black, but, you know, second fiddle. Oh, sorry, that was from Emily Metcalf. Nicole Drew says, coming to Oz from the UK next year, what's the best way to not feel lonely while travelling? I don't really think I've traveled lonely or alone, sorry. But um, during the show, you know, like there was an element of isolation. Um, you've got your partner, but that that's all really. You're in another state by yourself. Uh, I would say stay in contact with calls to your friends and your family and challenge yourself to strike up three conversations a day with randoms. You know, if they're getting mushrooms. Oh, you like the mushrooms too, do you? What is your worst memory from maths? Without a doubt, the wife swap. I had my best friend from the show and my girlfriend, um, both of who I thought were stand-up people, um, but I'd only known them for like freaking 
two months, dude. And three days is a long time. And Tani thought that they were spying on our phones. So she didn't text me, man. And um, I was a little bit, uh, what's the word? Insecure. Yeah. And by that stage, I was just scrambled, dude. It was just, um, it was the end. It, like, everybody talks about like, oh my God, like where do they, where do they find these people? But it's just like, they just keep scratching away until it, they, they just keep scratching away until, um, you know, you show yourself both the good and the bad and, um, it can be like, yeah, pretty full on. Um, and so they did that right at the end, which is hilarious. Why would you do it right at the end? Why would you do it at the bloody start? When is expert John coming on the podcast? Well, he left me on scene, the fella. So I don't know, but man, that would be great. Don't you reckon? That'd be awesome. What is the best celebrity impression that you do? Um, they're all pretty bad, let's be honest. But I really, if I've had a couple of brews, I just always do the Trump, you know. Rosie O'Donnell, she's disgusting. I can't help myself. I just love how like he, because he's always like reading off a teleprompter, but he'll do like a little improv. He'll be like, the mainstream media, they're the worst. Oh my God, I don't like him. Like he's kind of talking to himself. <laughs> um, And I also used to do, one of the first impressions I ever did was me and my mate, we used to do, <laughs> I'm George W. Bush, <laughs> terrorism must be stopped. <laughs> it's just that laugh that he does, you know. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on, shame on me. Fool me, can't get fooled again. Um, Aside from the whole Iraq war thing, he, he seemed like quite an affable dude. Here's a little niche one that I think I can do pretty well is the you're not that guy, pal, if you've seen that video. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, <laughs> you little pimple on a stick. Are you missing your girl? Yes, yes. Missing Tani Cook. Look, we're going through a little bit of a rough patch at the minute. Um, but no, still miss her. What kind of... Oh, fuck. You know what I've just realized? I've stopped saying all the names. <laughs> Idiot. So that was from Eliza Powell, 27. And this runs from Wu-Tang Wu Nicole. Put them up. What kind of voice acting do you do? You know, it was just like, like it was just this voice. You know what I'll do? I'll, 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 me and my mate, um, my mate wrote this script and we actually won an ACRA for it, which is like an Australian commercial radio award. I'll play a little excerpt for it now. You didn't bother with your year 12 ball because it all seemed a bit stupid. Then again, because of poor attendance, you weren't actually invited to the ball. But now you're looking at your own daughter, who's about to head to her own year 12 ball with perfect attendance. Her friends are all waiting for her in the limo outside and they're excited. And she's excited. They're saying, hi, Sarah's dad. And you wave back, but can never remember the name. And you realise in that moment, Maybe a year 12 ball isn't stupid. But as she's about to leave after her date has nervously shaken your hand, she turns to you and asks... How do I look, Dad? All you can say is... Simply gorgeous. Simply gorgeous gift in homewares. For life's little moments. Yeah, pretty cringe. I know, it was for a giftware shop, dude. <laughs> 
No, but look, he's he's such an incredible writer. Callum Stowers is his name. If you ever want to um, get someone to write your script, he's the dude. Sweet but savage international says, "Why are you so attractive?" Honestly, and I'm going to answer this like how Josh White will answer it. Well, <laughs> no, I'm I'm definitely not. But <laughs> thank you for the message. Um, no, it's uh, it's definitely really nice to have someone say that when personally I don't I don't say it. Was that a good was that a good Josh? <laughs> Josh, don't get your knickers in or whatever. When is the Tosser merch coming out? Yes, we want to do Tosser merch. I was thinking like getting like a like selling like a teapot and um just having toss on it. You know, like toss pot. I don't know. Working on it. Sweet but savage international says, What is the weirdest question you've been asked in your life? Well, the first one wasn't really weird. It was like, are you looking for love? And I said, no. And then the follow-up question was, um, are you looking to be married? I said, well, I'm not looking for love, am I? That was a maths producer when I was first getting casted. <laughs> but then you know what? Bites you when you least expect it. it. Do you plan on proposing in the next six months? I do not. Um, that was from Arj.Georgia. No, sorry, Ari Georgia. Not to be confused with Arj. On maths, none of the guys ever seem to question Harrison's bad behavior. Yeah, we'll get to that one. What's one thing you believe in strongly and why? I tell you what I believe. I believe that, and this is for my um, probably Australian, New Zealand audience. Um, we've got this, we had this old like DVD and CD um, place called Sanity. And, you know, when Netflix started popping, what, 2014? That thing ran for another seven years. I think there's some still around. And my belief is that that, it's got to be money laundering. You'd walk past, there's one little bloody pensioner going, yeah, I'm looking for the box set of days to our lives. That was it. So I thought that was money laundering. And I still do. And that was from CS underscore XX10. What the, you got to work on that bloody name. Nobody's, what even is that? What was your least favorite thing about maths? That's from Spotify Meals. Honestly, it was like having to invest so much time and conversation into other people's relationships when I'm trying to work on my bloody own. That was really pissing me off. And when I knew that these two people didn't even like each other and they were just staying along for the for the ride. But yeah, take that for free. Do you think chocolate should be kept in the fridge or the cupboard? I'm not a psycho, so the fridge every day of the week. What the hell, mate? Oh, but granted, that's from Isha Cook. If you're in England, maybe it's a cupboard. Ryan Spring, uh, with a bit of a hard-hitting one here. Does your missus like the smell of your farts or not? Well, the answer to that is no. The answer to that is no. Um, I also signal before I do it because I stick my leg up and she shouts at me. What is Tani's most attractive quality? Tani's most attractive quality is... Um, she can get really excited over little things. Uh, and you know, that, uh, that shows an element of gratitude. Um, and I think that is such an important thing to practice. So I, that's, that's what I like about her. Best advice for someone getting into voice acting. Um, take acting classes because that's so important uh, for getting your voice, uh, you know, so- sounding correct and, and making it versatile. And then get yourself a mic and start to try and copy the ads you hear on the radio um, until you sound very similar. And then when you do that, hit me up. That was from Reese Pooley. 
Would you consider yourself being child-free or do you want children? Hell no. i got to have some kids, man. Um, i got to have a little Bobby Skelton running around. You know, you know what name I heard a dude was called over the weekend? Jones. Jones Riley. Is that having a bloody dyslexic couple of parents, that? Who's your favourite singer? It's got to be Oliver Anthony at the moment. I've been playing that song on repeat. Um, genuine opinion on Harrison and his betrayal. He seemed, he seemed like a right cock. That was from Georgia JF. Um, look, if you're not going to, if you, if, if we've, we're making a collective decision not to judge them during the show, why don't we judge them after? Why don't we judge them after? So I'll say about that. If any other maths couple had stayed together, who would you want it to be? This is this is controversial because um, Duncan and Alyssa, it's a little bit dicey-dicey there at the moment. But I tell you what, at the start, man, holy shit. I was like, what the fuck? They were making me a tiny feel insecure. I was like, are we doing enough? Are we doing enough? We are not anywhere near where they are. Like, And both of them rocking up together, you get so excited because they're so gorgeous. Um, so, yeah, it would have been them. would have been them. <laughs> but, look, let's be honest. What was the lineup? Oh, Cam and Lyndall as well. Cam and Lyndall, they, they, Cam and Lyndall were, were really good for a little bit. Um, but you know, it's, it's a bastard of a show that it's a bastard of a show because you know, it's a year worth of relationship in the space of three months, but that's, that's why they do it. That's why they do it. Eliza Jane 04. Oh God, were you born in 04? And you're 19. Oh my God, dude. Ain't that crazy? Ain't that crazy? How fake is maths? Um, 80%. That's how I saw it. That's how I felt. 20%. Ooh, not sure if I interpreted that that way. Are you missing Perth? Yes. Oh, my God. I love Perth. I wish I want to be an ambassador for Perth, man. Honestly, if any of you guys are not living in Perth, I urge you to go. And on top of that, don't just go and be like, I want to do the tourist attractions. That is not what Perth is. You need like you need a Sherpa, bro. You need a you need a local guide that's going to be like um yeah. You go down this little alleyway here, you turn to the right, you knock four times, um, and it's the best thing you've ever seen in your life. Shit like that. There's so much beauty in Perth, but um, it's as Tekkers once said, it's a little bit slept on. I saw Tekkers over the weekend, by the way. Cool guy. Is Harrison actually sound or a complete bellin like it seemed? Well, I answered that one. I did answer that one. I do get that a lot. Do you know that is the number one question that I get whenever I meet somebody? People are like, is Harrison really like that? And I'll just say every, every answer I'll be is completely different. No, he's not. He's worse. Don't. Come on, Harry. Come on, Harry. It's Bance, lad. It's Bance. Favorite sporting moment of all time. You know what I'm going to go? Not John Aloisi to get Australia into the World Cup for the first time in 32 years. I'm going to go Kale's... Second goal against Japan, right? So let me set the story for you. We're one nil down from a bullshit call ref. It's like the 73rd minute, Kale comes on. We're meant to at least challenge them in this game. Then Kale scores. It's like a little classic Kale goal. He's just in the box. He finds a net. And then like two minutes later, he's running down the center. Dribbles, dribbles. Gets a little bit of space. Simon Hill with the call. Cahill! Boom. Off the side of the bar. Could have gone anywhere. 
that? Where's he run? Straight to the corner. Karate chops the cross. We're going to win our first game in the FIFA World Cup ever. Ooh. Shiver me timbers. And that was from Emma Warwick. Back to back with Emma Warwick here. She's gone, favorite shortened abbreviated version of a word. <laughs> I love that because I do that all the time. I like to say um, if like if something's racist, I say that's a little bit of the schism, isn't it? Um, I like that one. Uh, Rupert and I, like our whole conversation is essentially the vocal version of shorthand. And we used to we used to say one all the time. We started saying Graham's, which is very niche. It was from, you know how people say, ah, it's all Gucci. From there, I went from, you can't say it's all Gooch because, you know, it's a little bit weird. And then, but famous cricketer, Graham Gooch. So we used to say Graham's, mate, Graham's. Another word that I love saying, and it's just like, it means like whatever, who cares? And I actually got this off McGregor. Whenever he gets into a fight or anything, he goes, "No, nah, it was, it was nothing. It was handbags, just, just fucking handbags. Nothing bollocks me." I love, I love saying handbags. If if I'm like, whatever, don't care. Haley says, "What's your plan for after the podcast? Do do you plan to expand it or keep it as it is? I love it. I do want to expand it. Uh, I would really love to have like three regulars, like you know." You guys get in Rupert's DM and make him quit his job and come down to Sydney and take a punt. I'd love to have him as like a permanent co-host. Then I'd love to have Lloyd and I'd love to have like a beautiful, sassy, funny chick. I think that would be a cool dynamic. And then, you know, have the have the guests in a little bit. That's, that's, that's how I want to expand it. Nellie M. Stott, you buy a new appliance. Are you team leave the protective sticker on or team satisfying peeling it off? I'm peeling that shit off. I love it. I don't care if it gets fingerprints on it. It can be dirty as hell for all I care, as long as I get to have that little sound that goes, and it's clean for the day. Is Harrison's bald spot as bad in person as it looks on TV? Yes, these are questions I'm getting. I'm not making these up. Scotty Amoria. Um, you know what? I actually didn't really notice it. Um, no, I never really noticed it. So I would say, I would say it's probably worse on television. Who's the world's best cricket player, dead or alive? Sir Garfield Sobers. Soy cap with one. Rather shit a softball or piss a marble? Shit a softball. Every day of the week. Softball's not even that big. Gross. Get your head out of it. Emily Balch has said, skeet, skeet, yeehaw, skeet. Thank you for that, Emily. Do you have to pay for anything during maths? Yes, all your bloody clothes. And imagine being on TV every day. You run out of an outfit. But we do get paid, so. Best total drama series and character. Well, I don't know how many series there were. I can't remember, but I love the host. Little smart ass. I really liked him. I love your hair. What do you ask for at the barbers? And what do you do to style it? Thank you. You know, my hair, it's it, it's a very polarizing subject. Um, I call it the corporate mullet, all right? And essentially what I do is... I asked for number 1.5 on the side, but it let it flow back at the back, but you don't want it flowing out so it's got straggly bits. Like it, You want it to be slick down the back. And then because um, I'm thinning on the top a little bit, I say just a little bit off the top, but then if you could really thin out the back because it grows so much at the back. And then I just put a bit of product in, you know, wax, whatever, whatever's around, 
but I need to get better at that. A White House 2000. This whole AMA is making me realize like how weird people's usernames are. And I want you to know, like, people recognize you for that name. So people people that kind of know you, they're like, oh, A White House 2000. That's what they're thinking in their head. If you could repeat the maths experience, would you do anything differently? Uh, yeah, I probably would have spoken up, I think, a little bit more at the end. No, at the start, sorry. But, uh, yeah, you feel, I don't know. I don't know. I felt like, I felt like an imposter. What is something that people wouldn't know about you after watching maths that I can be a little bit of a prick? I am flawed. Um, And yeah, like they didn't show me spazzing out, I guess, because I didn't. Um, But yeah, I'm flawed and trying to be the best version of myself all the time. Um, But yeah, no, I, I I was really blessed with a positive edit. So I would say that I am flawed and I am a working progress and um yeah i'm continuing to be the best person that i can be awkward what makes you really fucking happy okay you know what stats i love stats i love numbers i think it's because i got a little bit of the tears um but i can guess any movie ever made the year it was made within a one-year discrepancy that's a fact all right tell your friends do you like claire or mel Look, I think they're both cool cats. Um, yeah. I didn't actually spend that much time with Claire, but I've spent quite a bit of time with Mel. But look, I get it. It's a fickle old game, this post-maths world. And, you know, there's there's so much at play. So, no, I, I look, got time for both of them. That was from my blue-eyed boy. Another, what the hell? Okay. This one is... Svetlantis, the non-Russian Rus. Okay. Well, can we sort these out for God's sakes? Why were other cast members at Rupert and Evelyn's wedding? Or is this a weird cutting et- cutting edit issue? Uh, dude, what? You just skipped to halfway through the show, man? You started at their wedding? To be fair, I'm sure a lot of people did. No, we were invited. They were intruders. What the hell? Food recommendations in Sydney, please. Bills for breakfast and toddies for dinner. That was from Lock Neck Monster. Hell of a man, that boy. Your most memorable or funny moment experience while recording an episode. You know what? I actually laughed so hard at at the time. Um, You know, we've had a bit of bad blood recently. But um, Evelyn with the psychic and how it worked, how I kind of wanted it to. And then at the end, she was like, did you get a psychic of star now? That to me was so funny. And the Mitch episode, I don't know why I was in a silly, goofy mood then. So um, those are a couple of my favorite moments so far. What's your favorite episode of Seinfeld? Uh, I think the one, I think it's the one where George, season eight and George is trying to get fired. And um, George Steinbrenner, the, the head of the Yankees, brings George in and he's like, now George, I heard about what you did with the World Series trophy. And George is like, sorry about that, sir. I'll um pack my bags on the way out. And I just want to say exactly what this organization needs. Babe Ruth was nothing but a fat old man with skinny girl legs. And while you're here, look what I got on. And then he says something, something. And then he's like, oh, actually, I better get out of this. Big stain can't be itching and twitching. That character was just the funniest. <laughs> Last time you shit your pants, um... Yeah, okay, so I was at GTM, which Groove in the Moo Festival. 
And I'd been chewing gum overnight, which I know is incredibly dangerous. Uh, I don't know how I was doing that. Anyway, I woke up and I guess my bowels had been like moving from all the chewing. I don't even know if that makes sense. And I really needed to go. And my mate was on the toilet. I was like, yo. And he was watching something. He's like, yeah, sorry, just got in. But I need to go so bad. So I ran down the block, found a vacant lot. Bing bong. Um, <laughs> if you could have one person dead or alive to have a guest, have as a guest on the pod, who and why? It's got to be the Donald. Now, you know who? I, I really like Shane Gillis. I don't know why. That just came to me. Can you do a Harry Styles impersonation? Hello, I'm Harry Styles. That's all I got. Um, and I wanted to end it on this one. Did you listen to Harrison's shit podcast? Some trash said about you. It was the worst pod. That's from Stephanie Michelle, 6192. Shout out to the 6192. Um, you know what? I did. I did listen to it. And you know, I, I think somewhere Harrison said that he doesn't actually um he doesn't actually edit his podcast. And you wouldn't know. Have I got you? Have I got you? Yeah. You're cutting out a little bit. The Harrison Boone podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, I did hear it, you know, and he, he said some shots. We got it here. Um, I couldn't imagine Ollie going and standing up to him. Ollie, Ollie couldn't stand up to anyone. The, the the entire time on the show, anytime something came out of Ollie's mouth, it was in a separate room with the his wife holding his hand, saying it behind a guy's back. Do you know what I mean? Like I felt like <laughs> out of all the guys, I was the only one that was going to go and stand up to the guy. And I did because I felt like he did the wrong thing by you, Jesse. You know what I want to do though? Like it's not the first time in the press, mate. Not the first time. Um and what I don't like is the character assassination. You know, it's always like it's always like you know, those are some those are some those are some poignant words there, Harrison. And I think right, I'm like I find it ironic. I find it ironic that you know this this dude swears that the show was just this big concocted load of baloney, yet it has has amnesia at anything. That I said to his face, laughing in his face. Harrison, can I remind you of one of my favorite moments of maths? It was going on about like how, and this never got in. This I was I was very upset. This never got in. He was going on about how, you know, how Bronte called him. He said something like, you know, Bronte called me some horrible, horrible things. Horrible, horrible. I was like, oh, and me and Rupert were like, oh well, um, so what like, what do you, what does she call you? He's like. She called me a gaslighter. She called me a narcissist and some other things that I just don't even want to get into. And we were like, well, come on, you got to say, you got to say it. She called me a dickhead. And then I laughed again. That's hilarious. And he goes, what's so funny, Ollie? And I said, you started with gaslighting narcissist and the dickhead was the worst one. And then I said, I call this dude a dickhead all the time. And then... You know, I remember when they aired the Boys' Night Reunion, I got a text. I got a text from a fellow contributor, and he was like, oh, dude, they didn't even they didn't even show anything of you and Harrison going at it. Like, say it as it is, Harry man. Say it as it is. I got done by the edit there. That's me. No. Come on, mate. 
And it's not the only time he's freaking rung me out to dry in the to dry in the press. Harry, find a time when I haven't said something like this. What do you think about Harrison? Look, I always said this about Harry. Um, for better or worse, right? Mm. When Harry walks into the room, the all eyes shifts. are on him. Mm. For better or worse, mm-hmm. and um, oh. you know, I actually think I, I actually th- he's an intelligent dude. I, I think he is an intelligent mm. dude. Um, I think he can be witty. And the problem, his his dryness in wit can easily be manipulated by music. But, <laughs> but, music. I'll, but I'll, I'll, I'll say, I think um, at times, I think he potentially struggled to self-reflect on mm. his behavior. Yeah. And, in, and I think in at times it was, you did that instead of, okay, yeah, I admit I did that. Um, mm. And that's where I could have gotten better. Mm-hmm. And, if it, and I yeah. think if there was a little bit more of that humility, I reckon the dude could have been a hero. I think he's a very smart dude. I think he's- Sorry, Harrison. If you're watching this, you're not. I, I would not put him as intelligent. Well, I've had conversations with him where I've been like, smart cookie. But then I also think- Wait, I'll- is this the same Harrison no, in season 10 of Married at First Sight? Well, maybe post- Life aftermaths. I also think he can be funny at times. I think there's a dry. I do. There's a dryness to his humor. Yeah, I do think Harrison. He does make me giggle and and at him. It's very hard. They put you in hard positions. They're like, he's a dickhead, isn't he? And like, look, yeah, I think he could have been it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because it's very easy to jump on the bandwagon with Harrison. You know. And say, yeah, he's a tool. You easily can. It's harder to say the opposite. He went to Hit FM because he didn't get invited to dinner. And apparently I was I was dogging the boys. Ollie, are you friends with Ollie? That little cutie batootie? Uh, Ollie did something that I just didn't agree with. And I called him out on it. And he gave me a, a kind of a bullshit throwaway answer. And I just lost a bit of respect for him. Is to be this honest. on the show um, or is this out. something that's happened since no, filming? No, this, this, this is in private. Because you didn't get invited to dinner? I was actually doing the opposite. There was a friend of mine that didn't want you there, who wasn't Rupert, by the way. Um, but nah, dude, dog and the boys. What do I owe you, Harry? What do I owe you? Peanuts. What else we got? They're acting like they're having this first gay couple on maths. Like we didn't just sit through eight weeks of Rupert and Ollie having a homoerotic relationship. <laughs> <laughs> nice call, bro. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. He can be funny. Now, notice Jesse says nice call there. He says nice call. I swear he wanted in, but I swear he wanted in on the homoerotica. Ollie and Rupert were so tight, man. Like, and I was so envious of their friendship, man. Um, Do you want in? No chance. That's what you got. Um. I remember that. That's in the press, okay? No Frankenbite there, Doug. But seriously, no. Shout out to the Harrison Boone podcast. Does he have ya? Have I got you? New tagline, that one. And let's get people to rate the podcast five stars because, you know, let's get it up to two. Let's make a deal, Harry. If if I get help get the podcast up to two stars, you get a mic. That's a deal. That's a deal. And I know he's going to say he's going to be like, typical Ollie, spineless as they come. Fella, come on the pod. Let's do it on the pod. 
Well, let's catch up for a beer. This is my final maths interview next week. This is my maths tell-all. <laughs> nah, you're all right, Harry. It's just bants, lad, but I, just, I don't know. I don't know. Birds of a feather. Well, that's about going to wrap us up for today, ladies and gentlemen. You've been a great crowd. Um, much love to the wife and kids back home. Um, keep kicking goals, bro. Love yourself to everyone. God bless. Catch ya.